That's right, we're back. We're doing a, a range anxiety. I've lost track of what kind of day it is, but we've got to thank uh, Eminem for I'm back there, you know, and uh, one person we're not calling Slim Shady is the bloke sitting next to me right now. It's me, Paul Housen, but I am back. Hey, world. <laughs> hey, Marty. Yeah. Hey, babe. What have you been over? What have you been doing? I haven't seen you for, like, bloody weeks. Uh, work, work, work. Now, it feels like weeks, but that wasn't my doing. Someone... Put themselves in the lockdown over Christmas. Oh, well, I had the bin chicken around, didn't I? The tip turkey, <laughs> you and you know, did. diving through you all did. of that bin juice. Yep. You're likely to pick something up, but yeah, I know I COVID can't. was probably the good thing to come out of a bin. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, um, yeah, that was a pretty bad experience. But no, he didn't end up having it. I think uh, avian flu would be yep. probably more dangerous yep. for him. But so uh, yeah, well, so I did go away for work, come back. Yeah. We didn't do anything there because of the COVID the Christmas and yeah. everything that went down and then I've been back at work and it's You've done another week on have you? Yeah and that's what happens. Life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. Throw in a bit of work, three weeks is gone, just like that. I feel like I blinked and the break's over. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Well, I wish I blinked and work was over sometimes, but yeah, yeah. well, a few men in blacks every day before you start. <laughs> yeah, well. yeah, well, we had a bit of one of those last night. Yeah, how'd you go? I blinked. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. What, yeah. what, do you remember his name? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a fishing trip with the lads just to get yeah. away from it all. Those boys ain't fishing up yeah, there. That was out of uh, Brokeback Mountain, wasn't they, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was no Brokeback going on. Oh, but, no, yeah, thank God. But a, a lot of men in blacks. Yeah. Different, different man in black, but he does the job Did as our well. Patreon, Phelps, did he actually have any actual men in blacks? No. No, so, we... So we, went look, we went looking for yeah, it. No, we went looking. It's like, it's yeah. like truffling. Yeah, it's Or that's shrooming. It. That's it. <laughs> for men in black. They're very bespoke. They're only yeah. in a few select Actually, locations. I found some of those um, uh, Asahi, I think, or Suntory 169 double lemon vodka cans. I found some. They were, they were one of Phelps' advices yeah, as a backup to the men in black. <laughs> yeah, that's it. If, you, if your memory starts kicking back there's in, a guy named, it off. There's a guy named Chop. That works at the Britannia Hotel uh, drive through They've got a big sign up there. If you've just come from a COVID test, do not come in here. Keep going. <laughs> this is right next to the testing clinic there. Chop. Chop. Any relation? No, no, no. Nothing to do with well, Chop. Actually, you can ask. Come on, ask me the question. Yeah, you're going to ask me. I see, Martin, you're growing your own mask. <laughs> is that it's what it is? a partial mask. Yeah. It's not like a full prison mask. No. no. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> It, what, 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 what does it remind you of? Chopper Reed, one of our folk... Oh, legends. Oh, legends, yeah, a bit of folklore hero, but yeah, anti-hero or... Criminal. Criminal, uh, drug dude. lord, whatever. No, nah, he killed no, he shot drug lords. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the kidnapped a judge. Oh, one stage. Well, you know, just a yeah, slight aberration. Just, just a normal bloke trying to have a go. Well, I think it kind of ace suits me because I'm mental. I'm no yep. chopper, right? Yep. I don't yep. have, you know, the such is life or whatever. Or was that that other prick that played football? Ned Kelly. No, <laughs> I, I think that tats back. Oh, they might. No. But, no, back in the day, right, because I'm a bit of a student of history. Right. Um, you know, we've got this highly transmissible disease around at the moment. And they used to, they used to encourage people in the 17s, 1800s, Oh, you grow, remember that? I do, yeah. <laughs> to grow pubic hair to stop the spread of syphilis. Yeah, okay. So I figure if you grow some hair around your mouth, not that that's happening to my mouth, 
No, I was just too lazy to shave, and I thought, how can I get into even more trouble at home? That's, oh, Lisa, not a fan. Not a fan, because you're not a fan of me, so, you know, (laughs) a little bit of hair on my face isn't going to make any difference. I'm going to have to start dyeing it, though, aren't I? Sometimes they think that's distinguished, that salt and pepper look. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I've got some interesting feedback and a text message about you this week. Someone said, Paul for PM. Oh, I'm hearing you, buddy. Well, you I've couldn't be doing much of, of a, ideas. Well, you couldn't be doing much of a worse job. Nah. In but, fact, you know. in fact, any clown could do what's been going on at the moment, couldn't they? Paulie from marketing. Yeah, we're gonna have to call you. You know, <laughs> that's like, it. That's it. I think I'd actually do a pretty good job as PM, and I'm just throwing it out there. So if anyone wants to get behind that, well, I think the Alco Pops tax would disappear, <laughs> wouldn't it? <they? laughs> yeah, that'd be one thing. Well, can you bring the price of darts down too? <laughs> Uh, fuel, fuel down. No fuel, fuel, up. fuel up. Ooh, that's going to be a bit of a sticky one. Well, it? you know, I had a bit of a cry on Facebook about. Yeah, because you had to put two bucks. Two bucks. Yeah, what were I got, you I got forty bucks. Got me nineteen liters. Yeah, yep, yep. Which leads us quite nicely into our topic today, and it's not going to be whinging. We've actually ranted on for a little bit long here, but that's got okay. Carried away. Well, we got nothing else better to talk about. I mean, who wants to talk about shitty cars? <laughs> hey, by the you way. Don't. I'm going to do a surprise Epicast. The next one is going to be a surprise. It's going to be a, you know, what's it called? It's not a ransack. It's like an ambush. An ambush? Okay. John Munro. That's a good idea. Well, I've got to take him to pick up a car. So we're going to do a drive along. Ah. I said, by the way, I'll set up a little present for you. What sort of a car are you picking oh, up? Oh, I can't say. Ooh. Yeah. It's um, it got something that's got, no, it's got something to do, uh, sort of, we're playing charades. What am I doing? I'm holding a big burger and it's got two old beef patties. It's a big Mac. That's all oh. I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm not saying the rest. Either that or, well, you know, with John and I in the car, it looked like Ronald McDonald and Grimace anyway. <laughs> or maybe more like the Hamburglar. The Big Mac. Yeah, the Big Mac. But anyway, that's yeah. all good. So, big things and the price of fuel. What's with, or, you know, everyone's got to copy everyone in this game, but what's with this sudden bloody fascination for electric pickup trucks that the world has? It shits me to tears, to tell you the it, truth. It's inevitable, though, when the fact is they're all talking about getting rid of their petrol-powered dinosaurs. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it, oh, just petrol's going, isn't it? Or ice? Oh, I don't know, but why... Okay, why wouldn't you actually concentrate on making your sedan range electric and phase it into commercial? Because these commercial trucks have got a lot more problems being electric than cars do. I don't know. Huge amounts of problems. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh you certainly there, don't know. That is correct, PM. There is some massive, huge ass dump trucks getting around those mines. Yeah. Dump trucks, I mean like, yeah. like haul yeah. trucks. With four electric motors on board. Mm. On most of them. Look, sure. Look, a dirty look. great big diesel generator in the middle. But... What's their top <laughs> Well, there you go. What's their top speed? Oh, I don't think that's really What important. are they weigh? Exactly, they weigh a shitload. What's their tire life like? Uh, and the reason I'll get onto the top speed thing in a minute, sugar out to say for any commercial vehicle, top speed isn't important, but yeah. we'll get onto the speed. We, we're talking back to that tyranny of distance, Australia. You, you're getting about onto distance. Well, not really, because they're all American and they won't be coming here anyway. 
Yeah, okay. Well, which ones of them do it already? I mean, we bring them in here, yep. converted, but there'll be a long time before you get something that you plug in that does that. But the thing with electric is it does make it a bit easier, doesn't it? Doesn't it make the whole... Oh, look, probably the conversion, yeah. Ah. But the wait lists they're going to have are going to make it impossible for years to get anything anyway. Yeah. Like, the reconfiguration of the car, yeah, can be easier if they use a central display like this. But, of course, the boffins at Ford and GM won't. So I'm going to quickly run through what is allegedly available. Allegedly available. Oh, right. Right now, there is only one that's actually a kind of available, and that's a Rivian R1T. Yeah. Which is a weird-looking thing. But supposedly it kind of good. Looks, yeah, apparently so. It looks like a Navara from the side yep. with, like, big sort of uh, ob weird they turn the headlights. headlights. Up and down. Yeah, yeah. They run, they run yeah. up and down. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, kind of ugly. Edgy. But it works. Well, it kind of works. I've seen a couple stopped in the middle of the road on Twitter with car covers over them. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's but yeah, that but the problem is with Rivian is they've got no production capability, so they're not going to be making a million of these. And who who would you go and see for service and well, Rivian, I suppose. <laughs> I think Amazon <laughs> so tipped you'd a have bit to of money into fly them, so it back over. Oh yeah, well you won't be getting one here. They're sold out there for years because they've got yeah. no production capacity, right? Right. So right. the big boys that have got the production capacity, well, GM Ford, GM Ford, and I'd say Tesla. They did nine hundred and sixty thousand cars this year. Yep. Which is pretty pretty hairy. The problem they're going to have is they need a plant to build these well, cars. Well, that plant has just opened. Did it? Texas. You didn't go over? I didn't get the invite. <laughs> Big Daddy like, um, yep. <clears throat> let me down again. But that that is now. open now. Like they, yeah, They've made a few cars and full-scale production will be within a week to two weeks, I reckon. So you're talking a line that makes both <clears throat> sedan and I think Cybertruck? it makes model-wise and Cybertruck. That's yeah, it. Yeah, okay. And batteries. It makes its own batteries. You see. Yes. It's got a battery plant. All in one. <clears throat> yeah. So Which is much like what Ford and GM are thinking about do. doing one day, but at the moment very self-constrained. But we'll go into that in a minute. So we've got the Rivian. Excuse me. I've got... Oh. <coughs> I've got symptoms. Ah, look out. Aye. That was just like a, that was just like a furball. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah, that I, thing around my yeah, mouth. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I totally. Uh, okay, so we've got the Rivian R1T. We've got um, the Cybertruck. But yeah, things have changed. Well, twenty. I expect to see some examples later this year. Yeah. That's a big surprise thing. They removed the date off the Tesla website. They said uh, it was normally scheduled for 2022, first deliveries, and they've removed the date altogether now. So I think That's usually not a good thing. I think, but you got to remember who's running that company. I think you'll find it's like, da-da, here's some Cybertrucks. Yeah. They, yeah. Just, they just took some photos of some finished semis outside of Nevada, which weren't supposed to be till next year. Yeah, okay. They're the ones for Pepsi or Frito-Lay or He loves other. giving out surprises, doesn't he? Big view surprises. By the way, here's 10 Cybertrucks. Oh, wow, we're yeah. starting production now. But anyway, yep. that factory's open. Roger. And then we've got the Ford F-150 Lightning. Yep. Which is kind of like a good sort of looking thing. It's like a F-150 with a light bar stuck across the top of the yeah. bonnet, you know. Got Sandy Munro's tick of approval, did it? I think, I think it might have, yeah. yeah. I think he likes the concept. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, they're just... They're falling into a disgusting trap themselves now because of their dealer network. They're not going to be available for another... They're talking later this year, but it will be another year after that because they're already running into problems. And then there's the dealers. Like on that car, though, that's a straight-up electric car, yeah, isn't it? There's yeah. no petrol no. version, no. no diesel version, no. no hybrid. No. So that one should be available globally. They should easily make that well, left No, because right. they won't... I'll we'll get on to that in a minute. Oh. That'll never happen here. Never. 
not we destroy you. Oh, we get just jam it, you know. Um, you know, it's like a real version of Brokeback Mountain again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's F-150 Lightning, and they're already running into problems because they've all just opened the books for pre-orders, you yep. know, with no actual delivery date. And what's happening is Ford to put down the prices at, you know, between forty dollars and $80,000, depending on trim specs yep. in US dollars. And the dealers are going, yeah, but to secure your order, uh, we're putting 10000 on this one and 20000 on that one. Yeah, okay. And people are going, why? You're gouging us. And they're going, well, Ford... Yes, we are. Ford, yeah, well, Ford... Uh, have left us no margin for a car we can't service, so we've got to put our own mark up on top. So there's all of this bullshit going on, and that's why dealer models just shit. Yeah, but that's, that's we've discussed this sort of thing in the past, hmm. in that there's no after sales, is there? Well, not with, with your electric cars. But there isn't with most dealers anyway. <laughs> you just yeah, get but charge for service. Yeah, but you damage that car, and you need to get parts. You know, like yeah, or not damage it, but. You know, like, there's certain things that people get, they got, got to go back to the dealer over yeah, yeah, and over yeah, and over yeah. again. Yeah. Not with these things. No, and that's the thing, right? So the dealers are all, the dealers don't want to sell them. Yeah. Because that's why they're marking up the prices crazy and Ford can't stop them because of their franchise agreements. They don't want to sell them because they'd rather sell a normal F-150 or F-250. Yeah. Right? And with, what's, with the after. And yeah. what's going to happen is these cars are going to send Ford into a big financial mess because they're not going to make as much money on these as they do an F-250 or 150. It doesn't seem to have hurt Tesla too much, though. But that's all they do. Yeah. yeah. Right? And their cars were horrifically expensive at the start. Yes. Right? And they didn't have to change over and shut down lines and da-da-da-da-da, but more of that in a minute. Now, on to the next one, which is the GM. They brought out this stupid Hummer thing with the removable roof panels and, you know, it was like 150 grand US or something. No one's going to buy that. Gimmick. It, yeah, but it, look, it looks cool and everything yep, else. Yep. But then they, they released their their real one, or oh, they haven't released it, but they've released for pre-order again in 2023, 2024, whenever, which is a Silverado EV. Oh, it's going to revolutionise the industry. Well, Mary, you've done it. <laughs> you know, Mary. <laughs> but, you know, well, actually, by the way, we'll, we'll go to Q4 sales in a minute. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, this thing looks all right. It looks like an avalanche, um, a US avalanche, and it looks to have all of the, you know, fruit structural battery pack, you know, 0 to 104.5 if that's important, and, you know, range between 300 and 500 miles, depending on what, you, you know, options you order and stuff. But, again, the one that goes any distance is like... 70,000 US plus dealer markups. Now that's more that's huge. That's US more movement. expensive than a top flight GMC, you know, Allison transmission 6.6 Duramax. Yeah. Or yep. it's similar money and you can go and buy one of those now. Yeah. And uh, and I I think even GM would be making more money on those existing GMCs than they are on these things that are pipe dreams. Yeah, okay. You get me? So who's going to be pushing more harder though? Cuz GM's got a got to invest a lot in this well they've all got to buy or make or shut down existing lines yeah and that's the problem is running two together running a conventional the duramax is at the end of the line too isn't it no one's going to be designing or developing them any ever again no that's it no you get trim upgrades and shit like that you know stitching stitches snitches bitches stitches or bitches bitches get stitches yeah yeah um so we'll never see another developed ice or diesel thing out of GM. Not if they hope to survive. No. So <laughs> so they've got a lot invested in this electric Yeah, car. they have. It has to but work. But now they've got to work out how to make money out of it. But the, their own dealers can screw them over by trying to... That's right. Yeah. 
So that you're saying they're going to change? Is that what you're saying? I don't. Th well, if they did try and change, um, it would be they will be locked up in court for years in the US. Yeah. Being as litigious as they are, and you know there are some states like Texas where Tesla's head office is where t Tesla aren't even allowed to sell cars. Yeah. In Texas, because yep. they don't have franchise Doesn't dealers. Doesn't meet the model. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't meet the model. So it, it is a tricky, sticky situation. But all I can see happening at the moment is that all of these lines are getting shut down to build this electric stuff that the dealers won't want to sell uh, unless they can mark it up through the roof. And then people are going to say, oh, I don't want to buy it. It's just going to be a mess. So it's going to leave Rivian, it's going to leave Rivian and Tesla, I think, are the, the ones that... Well, is their dealer-owned franchise? You know, like, you know how there's franchise... No. Is there dealer-owned ones for GM, Ford? I don't think so. No. I, I think so, with this factory-owned franchise. Yes. The Sorry, dealers own the franchise. Yeah, that's what I mean. The factory-owned ones would sell the car at a price that the... And then, ones all wouldn't. of a sudden, the whole thing falls in a heap because then the dealers go on strike for you. And, you know, and it's just yeah. an impossible pain, and which is why the dealer model, in the future, if cars are to survive, you know, the Chinese are sitting back just pissing themselves laughing at this, that whole dealer model has to go. Yeah. Yep. It has to. And I'm sorry, all my friends out there that are car dealers, but you've made enough to have 15 luxury mansions and 80 yachts. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Be cool. You know, Be cool. well, you, look, there were the heydays of that era, but, you know, how do you think the people at, like, Nokia felt when Apple came through with the iPhone? The same thing. People at Blockbuster felt. Well, when that's right. <laughs> when Netflix started Well, up. the same thing, but they all made plenty of dough. Yeah. Unless you were one of the stupid ones, that got, or the unfortunate ones, so I'm not going to anyone stupid here, that got on at the end. Yeah, yeah. And so, at, every, so things have run their, their time. Hmm. They're coming to the end of... Yeah, and it's a real sticky, tricky situation for these people that are trying to do two things at once. Yeah. And because, you know, the supply chain doesn't support it, nothing supports it, it just doesn't work and it's not going to work so what else isn't going to work you think and that is we were talking about these trucks and apart from one what do all of them have in common when you look at them um electric motors <laughs> right they no, they've all got electric motors yeah let me tell you i performed a little test on the leaf this week <laughs> here we go i actually wanted to Your see delicate if I could little leaf delicate little leaf i wanted to see if i could extend the range of the thing so you know what I did? I put, some, yeah, I put some air in the tyres. Oh, yeah? They're at 27, 28 PSI. You put a polariser on that? No, no. I should. So what I did is I took any shit out of it that I had in it that was weighing it down. I took about 20 or 30 kilos worth of shit in it that I just right. had in it. Yep. And I put 40 PSI in the tyres. And instead of using 15% battery to drive home, in this, under similar conditions, I used 9 Wow, that's a huge big, difference. Big, that's a huge difference. So, what, so is, what you're saying they all got in common is tyres? <laughs> no, what I'm saying, what is the leaf? If it is a lot of things, it is very ugly. Oh yeah, a lot of that ugliness, like the headlight design, is designed to divert air over the mirrors and stuff like that. And if you look at the back and the underfloor of it, it's got like a proper rear diffuser on it as well. Is that right? Yeah, we'll have a look in a minute. Like you wouldn't think they would put it on a leaf no. but why are they doing that because they need to make the car a a a aerodynamically efficient right so like a plaid the most aerodynamically efficient car in the world the model three that we're in right now extremely aerodynamically efficient what aren't any of these trucks bar one yeah well they're house bricks or building blocks they're house on yeah, bricks they, yeah, yeah they're yeah they're not aerodynamically designed except for your favourite Exactly. Style, right? But look, look, they're not bad aero-wise, but they're still just a massive, bluff-fronted, flat 
fronted thing that's a full pain in the ass. I think that's going to really kill their range. And that whole world. front end design is purely because they need cooling to get into those giant radiators because of that giant diesel or petrol right. engine, which correct. is now no longer there. Yes, correct. But they also need to have a familiar face on the front of these things so that Billy Bob can identify with it. With the giant GM logo or Ford Yeah, badge. you know yeah. what I mean? Even yeah. though it's a bluff-fronted thing without a lot in the way of air intakes, they've done this so that they... Oh, that there, boy, that's an F-truck. Yeah. You know, and yep. that's GMC. World Cup. So that, that all looks that, that mofo, that, that thing there from Mars. Well, what... <laughs> Isn't there even like some weird trucks and that that are coming out now, electrified ones? Even the um, Tesla's own one, still giant slab fronted front. No, it's not. You don't reckon? No, it's a rounded front with a frunk. A f <laughs> it's, it's got a, a frunk. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Latest spy shots from Nevada show the frunk up on one. Well, the only ones I've seen, it still looks like a traditional It's extremely truck. aerodynamic. They even just, they even, they've even designed aerodynamic trailers for them. Yeah, okay. So they're all aerodynamic, but... This is one one thing that electric trucks, the majority of them aren't going to work because they're not aerodynamic enough. And the next thing is I think people are going to be horrifically stupefied by the amount of um, range depletion towing heavy loads. Yep. It, yep. It's thirsty. i got an it's idea. It's thirsty work. Streamliner. Do you remember seeing that thing? It was made by GM. We're talking 50s or something. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the shape of and that. How's that going to help you when you're towing like two t five tons? It, it's all. It looks like a giant um, petrol tank. But you're still towing. You're still towing five ton. We're off. Well, that's the, we're off aero now on the towing. That's the job of the vehicle, though. But it's going to eat power, and people are going to watch your range drop exponentially, and they're just going to go shit. Yeah. Uh, and panic. Yes, I can understand that. But if if aero's going to help save yeah. some power or energy, yeah. You're still going to move. You're still going to move a shitload of weight. That's the idea of these things. But then people are going to go. Oh, I'm not going to buy that F-150. It doesn't even look like an F-150. Well, well <laughs> you see, <laughs> yeah, therein lies but, the problem. But you were talking Nokia earlier, and, and my new Samsung and your iPhone don't look anything like the old Nokia. Well, yeah, true. And that's why look, Tesla have been very conservative with the design of the Cybertruck, so as not to offend any anybody. You know, that first glance. <laughs> But they don't have to make really any, been. But they don't have to make anything that looks like anything because they don't have anything to, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There is no history there. That's right. And that what there is, is the strength? What is they trying to create it? That's so right. He, he's he made that thing surely as a piss take. I mean, we all agree on that. Oh, I don't agree on that. <laughs> yeah, I know you love that bloody weird looking thing. But yeah, I can understand. He's trying to get away from that shape. It's almost like they've done that to sort of like draw a line in the sand saying, That's right. it doesn't have to look like that anymore, right. it's going to look like this. Well, it's designed to survive an apocalypse on Mars. That's why it looks like a cockroach. They designed to survive an you apocalypse. You ever seen a shiny silver cockroach? Well, not one yeah, I haven't yeah. painted. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, maybe they should have called it the cyber roach. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think like, it's on the money. Well, I, I think... Could you try not to burp when you... <laughs> I think Elon might have had the old roach clip out. Holding a roach while he yeah. was doing some of that design. But I think these trucks are going to be, bar one, I think are going to be an unmitigated, actual, yeah. real... No, it won't be a flop because the pre-orders will take up, but then people are going to go, hey, 
this is shit mm. and here's why and go back to their old shit burners. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. I can understand where you're coming from, though. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think they're trying to go do too much too fast. Now, on a more interesting subject, I had uh, I was speaking to a mate of mine in Melbourne who had to buy an RS an RS six or uh, uh, some stupid Audi thing with a stitching and fast, and, and because he needs the space in the back for his um, kids' bag. stuff or something, yeah, you know, yep. shooting ball bag or whatever they're yep. called. Now, before we go, I did a, a, like a boot space comparison. How many litres do you think this boot space is on this thing? Oh, no, no. Oh. Let's start. Let's start with the Toyota Land Cruiser LC200. Oh, it'd be a shitload. 490? Yeah, it'd be around the yeah. moon. I mean, your Commodore would be about 320. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, around there. And I looked at some other cars. The Audi was about 360 or something. What do you reckon these are? It... it it looks like a bit, actually. Six forty nine. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, you could imagine that being the case. Because so this takes more. This will fit more in it than a Land Cruiser. Yeah. That's why? that's why. No fuel tank back there. Yeah, that's right. There's no underfloor. There is a motor back there, though. Yeah. And I think that takes into account the front. The as motor well. becomes the diff, becomes the drive line. Yeah. It sort of takes out a few things. So when you've got a diff back there and a drive line running through the car yeah. and then you've got to fit a tank in, I mean, I worked in the car industry, you're always trying to stick things in any hole you could find. Well, and on, and on that note, I think we'll leave you on today's Range Anxiety, babe.